This is the Bea Osborne Podcast, the mental health and wellness show your way. What others think of us would be of little moment, did it not? When none so deeply tied what we think of ourselves. Well, those aren't my words. Those are words from Paul Valar. Hello and welcome to the Bayer Osborne podcast. This is our fifth episode and I'm really glad to be hosting you here today. I once met a young man and he told me we can take a walk. Of course, I wasn't going just to say no. I have something else to do. But pretty well, I took that time and uh, said, Sure, let us have a walk. And at a moment of about 10 minutes non-stop walking this young man asked me who are you what are you and i reflected on that and decided that, well, if he asked me that, can I do the same to you? Who are you? What are you? Well, in life we get uh, different dynamics that we should fully exploit in life to move on, on to next steps very solid we must understand the dynamics of how life is lived like living a life full of sanity requires one to really and deeply understand themselves and that's where one realizes peace of mind understands their conscience understands their emotions and their reactions Well, 
do you have all that? I'm pretty sure you know what answer you should answer yourself. So, in this episode, I dedicated on exploiting this topic. And it is self-concept. What is self-concept? What could this even be? I'm pretty sure you're asking yourself that. And maybe you're asking yourself, why am I even preaching this to you? Well, maybe I am preaching it, but I'm teaching you something that would benefit you in understanding your own self because that's the toll, that's the maximum potential that you have to do in life. So self-concept in basic terms just refers to how we see or view ourselves in the terms of our actions, capabilities, or rather our qualities. Pretty well, the value we have in life. Let us believe that, well, I'm a good person. I'm an honest person. Or maybe, I'm not that good, but pretty well normal human beings don't associate themselves with a negative view of their own. But I'm pretty sure I'm an honest person has ever crossed your mind one day and, well, told others. So this is just a part of a, the larger self-concept. You know, the way we always see ourselves always has a very, very massive impact on our motives, our attitudes, and our behaviors, the way we act. It also has an impact on how we feel about the person or the thing we always imagine ourselves to be like. You know, we always imagine ourselves to be that good guy or that very good girl or a massive corporate person. Those imaginations we always have of ourselves and they outrightly turn into fetishes. We always wish to 
have all that. That self-concept has an impact to those views, those imaginations. Are we self-worth? Are we competent? There it is. You know, when we were young, we were in the process of knowing our own selves, discovering our identities, constructing our identities. And we understand that our self-concept can change any time. What you viewed yourself when you are young isn't outrightly the same way you view yourself right now. There could be a very big difference. And this difference, all the differences, are brought into about by a change of events that happen in our life. As we grow more older, the better we understand ourselves, then the perceptions become precise and we get into what only is important to us. We perceive what is only important to us. Self-concept has been brought about by many different psychologists or theorists and I would cite the famous one who is Rogers or Carl Rogers. Carl Rogers is a humanist psychologist and what he defined of self-concept or what he believed self-concept included was that it was made up of three parts. There is the self-image, the ideal self, and self-esteem. These three components of self-concept is what Carl Rogers thought. Could be in it. And the first concept is the ideal self. And you know, the person you wish to be is your ideal self. What do you think about yourself? This person always possesses some characteristics or qualities that always work towards obtaining something. You imagine yourself to be if everything in your life was well planned and went as it was planned. That's what you think about yourself. Then there is the self-image. This self-image outrightly 
means how do you view yourself right now your physicality your psychology your sociology your emotions they do have an impact on your self esteem and gives you a view of self concept and the last concept is self esteem do you want to know what self esteem is you can check our fourth episode in this show i discussed what self esteem is to the fullest and i hope you'll understand more and how you can connect self esteem as a concept in self concept so self esteem basically refers to how much you like do accept and of course appreciate you your own self self esteem is basically a component of self concept the variety of things that can affect your self esteem and that always includes how you see yourself or maybe how others see you how you think you can compare yourself to others and the social role you have in your community to bring into light what self concept is self concept actually does not correspond to what happens in reality most of the times there is congruency and incongruency basically there is consistency and inconsistency in self concept how do we know that your self concept is congruent or is consistent it is when it is aligned self concept becomes incongruent if there is a disconnection between how you see yourself that is your self image and how you'd want yourself to be like that's your ideal self and you see this inconsistency between these two things always has a negative impact on your self esteem so according to carl rogers he has his origins in the childhood that children always begin to distort recollections of experiences that leave them feeling undeserving of their parents love and this is because these parents always impose certain conditions of their affection for their children basically mean that you're only shown love when you earn it you don't earn something or you don't earn the love 
or you don't do something that can make you earn the love, then it's a bad day for you. So these particular actions mean that these children live up to the expectations of their parents. And a difference or the opposite of that is that congruence is always aided by the unconditional affection. That love that you're always given without conditions, without doing things, without performing under the standards of others so as to gain it. And the children basically who have experienced this type of love always don't feel the need to falsify their memories in order to believe that others will love or accept them basically as who they are. And we could compound this with other theorists. And Henry Tudgefell, with a sense of self, who is a social psychologist, proposed that there is a social identity theory. And it claims that a person's self-concept, that your self-concept is always made up of two parts. That is the personal identity and the social identity. The personal identity always refers to the features and the traits that you distinguish to others. The traits that are always different between you and another person, between you and other people around you. And social identity always refers as a result of your affiliation with social groupings, your identity comes in place. Social groupings could be like school clubs, like sports clubs, drama clubs, maybe your religion, or maybe your social class. And according to this theory, it explains that our social identity always has a big impact on our self-concept, which in turn has a very, very vast effect on our emotions and behaviors. Because if maybe you've gone into drama and your team or your group or your club doesn't make it to the next competition, then you feel unhappy for them. So that is the emotional part. And you lash out against the victorious team. Then that becomes the behavioral part. Basically, that's what the theory states. If most of us remain ignorant of ourselves, it is because self-knowledge is painful and we prefer the pleasures of illusion.
in the book of the perennial philosophy whom the author defined it as a metaphysic that recognizes a divine reality substantial to the world of things and lives and minds the author being Aldous Huxley I'll repeat again what he said if most of us remain ignorant of ourselves it is because self knowledge is painful and we prefer the pleasures of illusion how does one's self concept grow how do you well grow your self concept develop it if it is in there or maybe you didn't know it was there so basically our self concept is always shaped by our interactions with others you know we always have the social intensity to interact man is a social animal and the people we live with always influence our sense of self identity our activities our emotions our behaviors you know there are stories that we always hear and these stories always help in shaping our self concept that is according to one study where female readers who were truly transported in quotes into a tale of a, about maybe a leading character for the traditional gender role had a more feminist concept than those who weren't a story that influences self concept self concept formation is also influenced by the media both the traditional media and the new wave of media the social media because these media always promote specific beliefs and we are always prone to internalize them and you know the more these values are offered the more they influence our sense of self identity and self perception is it possible to change one's self concept well self concept is dynamic and it means it can shift and uh, of course our surroundings always play a role in this process i mean our social well-being our social community with places that hold a very large meaning of us actively contributing to our future self concept and this is in terms with how we relate to these environments and in terms how our society looks them like how it views them like the people whom we contact also might affect our self concept 
because in our life we hold leadership positions. The people with whom we contact might also affect our self-concept. This is true of those in our lives who outrightly hold positions, leadership positions, as they have the ability to influence that collective self, that self in social groupings, and the relational self, the self in relationships. So, out to our very interesting part or segment of this episode, I'm going to read your poem. And um, the poem is by Everett Stander. Yeah, Everett Stander. I speak for the bush. From a book called Poems from East Africa. And it was edited by David Cook and David Rubadiri. Very great poets, these ones. The poem is found on page 165 of the volume 1. When my friend sees me, he swells and pants like a frog. Because I talk the wisdom of the bush. He says we from the bush do not understand civilized ways. For we tell our women to keep the hem of their dresses below the knee. We from the bush, my friend insists, do not know how to enjoy. We come to the civilized city, like nuns, we stay away from the nightclubs, where women belong to no men, and men belong to no women, and these civilized people quarrel and fight like hungry lions. But, my friend, why do men with crippled legs, lifeless eyes, wooden legs, empty stomachs, wander about the streets of this civilized world? Teach me, my friend, that trick so that my eyes may not see those whose houses have no walls but emptiness all around show me the works you use to seal your ease to stop hearing the cry of the hungry Teach me the new wisdom which tells men
to talk about money and not love when they meet women tell your god to convert me to the faith of the indifferent the faith of those who will never listen until they are shaken with blows i speak for the bush you speak for the civilized will you hear me Well, 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 that was a very long and interesting poem. This poem is actually filled with a lot of satire and irony, of course. And it's a very, very magnificent poem. I've liked it from the start to the last ever stanza. I speak for the bush. very interesting poem i hope you get to read it once again so them in this poem actually criticizes the uncivilized life of urban regions and the acceptance of western civilization but that is actually not what i wanted you to get into this poem i just wanted you to know what or maybe understand the dynamic of self concept that this man from the bush or the persona who speaks for the bush he knows who is he knows who he is he knows what's around him everything the social way of life he knows his behaviors outrightly from the social way of life from his group his class and he has a concern of maybe the unethical and unhappy lifestyle that this with this that these city dwellers lead or live and he sees it he notices it because he sees that is different from that he tends to believe that he is not that ignorant to live that life and maybe the city dwellers don't even know what they are putting themselves through but he knows all that because he is different from them because he's known himself first he knows what's good for him and what's the not take for him that's basically self concept what do you see of yourself and that's why i asked who are you what are you even do you see yourself do certain things affect you and you feel that's not what you want 
have you understood the dynamic of your ideal self your self-image and your self-esteem that your ideal self and your self-image if there's any difference between the two then outrightly your self-esteem is affected your mental sanity goes into an abysmal to become very dangerous for you to find that true self in you because that is the most important thing in life in your life the most important dynamic the most important concept to incorporate in your life right now and that is why this man this young man who took me for a walk and asked me who are you what are you getting to answer these small questions always give you a reflection of some part of life which you've never seen which you've never interacted with which you even never thought would even exist but with certain dynamics these things exist but we never know how to execute them well we can't execute them if we do learn how to shape our own selves to these simple dynamics your self esteem checked do you know what mental health is and wellness checked your self concept checked you're really going very far very very far with it literature tells us all those quotes psychology tells us philosophy does tell us the science behind it it's never wrong is there yes we can change our self concept we can develop our self concept it's never that hard to do it it becomes interesting that outrightly a teacher can just have a high belief that the students with the talents that are high achieving means that those means that those students have a high self concept how do you measure that dynamic well that teacher did what do you perceive of yourself what do you think of yourself can you connect your ideal self with your self image 
your ideal self what do you ever wish to be in life do you see there's a comparison from what you've always wished for since you were young the change in activities the change in your behaviors the change in your social being the development of your mind your body and your soul all that has changed has it ever affected yourself ideal has it ever changed what you ever wished to be in life will it be changing every single day and how consistent are you willing to put it outrightly reflecting with your self image how do you see yourself right now is your physicality well or it's not what you wanted is your psychology traits okay or traits okay are your social roles what you ever wanted in life maybe you wanted more maybe you wanted less more responsibilities less responsibilities that you wanted do you see a difference in it does it actually affect what you wanted from what you have now and you understand that if there is a very big difference between the two then your self esteem is affected because every time you always feel that no that's not even right it affects your behaviors your emotions your views and it becomes really hard that you even don't want to accept your own self to achieve that sense of self knowing what you then these simple dynamics always have to be rightfully affected in you and you have to know them and that's why i'm here telling you all this that everett standard wrote or he himself did all this so all this and that he decided to speak for what was the true self of him that he spoke for the bush because he's been there it's what has been his social way of life it's what he sees every day it's what he's learned what is incorporated in his mind soul and body and he knows what is right for him and what is wrong
and well criticized when the right time comes into place. It saves us a lot. Identity. Your personal identity. That personal level of identifying your own self truly becomes easy with understanding the self-concept. The social identity, the social groupings, people you interact with, becomes an outright dynamic that you can incorporate in life and is very crucial. Our evolving self-concept guides our daily actions, organizes our information processing, and fosters us taught mental predisposition that assists our ego maintain a fibrous self-image. Self-concept is not restricted to a bare assessment of what role we presently fulfill in society. Our self-image is an endogenous alloy that includes an agglomeration of past selves and possible future selves. Future selves or possible selves represents a past. Future selves or possible selves represent a person's ideas of what they might become, what they aspire to become, and what they are afraid of becoming. From the Dead Todd Scrolls by Kilroy J. Oldster. Our actions are outrightly determined by our self-concept. What we've realized that is in our lives, the sanity in our own selves. This organizes how we process the information and offer a mental sanity to our lives. That's the simple dynamic to understand. What are you? Who are you? That could be a very simple question to ask yourself, but a very difficult one to answer and very difficult to find the answer but yes yes we can we can find the answer when we don't know the answer
be sure to check out the poem by Everett Standa. I speak for the bush. The book is an East African educational publisher. And it was edited by David Cook and David Rubadiri, Poems from East Africa. This is the volume one and it really feels good holding it. A very small book full of knowledge I've never seen in my life. A book filled with poems from unimaginable poets to have existed in life. Poets of Vela, I would say. And it really feels amazing to be holding great power, great literature. And great poems. I'll be reading more of these poems from this book. It's also one of my favorite poetry books. I don't know if I should compare it with a simple last, the one I always read poems from, but I think. I'll give them a 50-50. They're both amazing books. But remember, when you read that poem, try to rationalize it in an effect, in a reflection that will make you realize your self-concept. That is, who are you? What are you even? Do you even know what you are? That will be a very, very vital question to be asking yourself these coming days of your life starting right now. Well, I've got someone I would want you to listen to their show. This is a very amazing podcast, a finance and a business podcast. Entrepreneurs, people who do wish to hear a little bit of financial advice. Startups, people would want to maybe venture into startups. This podcast could really save you by learning very many things. I've learned a lot of things and it's one of my favorite podcasts and I like it. That's A Whole New Day by Lewis from Wanda. He is the host of that podcast. A very amazing show. The link is in the description and you can find it. Well, 
have you signed up for my newsletter okay yeah head on to my website byaosborn.com sign up for the newsletter i always have an interesting story every two weeks and i'm pretty sure you like it and it is a very educative and entertaining story every friday 8 pm gmt always we have a new episode exclusively for you and i would say it's been very amazing to have you here i really enjoy this time i really am obsessed to eat really feels good the music is by blue dot sessions i'm pretty sure you like them too because i do like them a lot you can check out their youtube channel the link is also on the description and you can offer a little bit of support to them you can also support this podcast from the website byosborn.com or if you have any inquiry you would like to put forth please contact me through the contact page on my website you can also follow me on twitter at byosborn Instagram underscore Baya Osborne. Reddit Baya Osborne. Or Facebook Baya Osborne. And I will be glad to reply. And I will be glad to reply. To whatever you have to tell me. You can also send a voice message to me. If you want to be heard on our next episodes I'm pretty sure it will be a very amazing experience to hear a new voice from one of my listeners I really do appreciate all of that Thank you until next Friday My name is is by Osborne